do. Well. <laughs> Watched. When we think about movies that focus on Wall Street, there are a few movies that come to mind. Of course, you have Oliver Stone's OG Wall Street movie. You have movies that talk about specific incidents within Wall Street, like Margin Call or The Big Short. Or you have movies where Wall Street is more of just the backdrop setting for the movie's characters. But in terms of movies that's main focus is to specifically show the wild lives and work of stockbrokers, there are two similar movies that stick out. Greetings y'all, it's your knock Peter Mata, and today we're going to be comparing and contrasting The Wolf of Wall Street and Boiler Room. When viewing both of these movies, it's easy to see the similarities. But one reason that should definitely be noted is that both are inspired by the life of Jordan Belfort. Boiler being more loosely based, and Wolf mostly sticking to the source material in Jordan's actual autobiography. And with that fact brings many general storytelling similarities. Both movies follow the rise and fall of a young male main character as they try to navigate the wildlife of being a stockbroker. Both movies gather an impressive cast around the leads, who help show the lead the ropes, and who also help capture the bro culture of Wall Street. Both movies show the eventual fall of those characters' careers, being mostly because of a pump and dump scheme. And both share several scenes that basically are the exact same. And well, you get the picture. But it's where these movies place their focus on, as well as I guess you would say the difference in the packaging of these movies that set them apart from each other. These differences also will probably be the reason why you prefer one movie over the other. So looking into it now, The Wolf of Wall Street focuses more on the glitz and glamour of the guys on top of the stockbroker food chain, while Boiler Room focuses on the newer and lower level guys. Yes, Wolf does show Jordan's early days as a stockbroker, just like Boiler does with Seth Davis, but its scale is much grander than Boiler. It spans over years, as in the last two-thirds of the movie, it shows how Jordan builds his way to the top and essentially shows Jordan when he was the Wolf of Wall Street at Stratton Oakmont. Boiler, on the other hand, is contained within about a year's time span. It follows Seth as he tries to figure out what he wants to do with his life and whether he thinks being a stockbroker at JT Marlin is his path. It does show his rise, but again it's contained within this time span so we don't have the same grand rise as we see Jordan have in Wolf. And to that point, Seth is not Jordan. He's much more grounded in reality, as his motivations are more about winning approval from his domineering judge father. Sure, he does have the ambitions to make it big, but it's more about fitting in and making the quick and easy buck. He also serves more as a surrogate for the audience of this world. He's much more conscience-stricken as he sees both the good and bad of this industry, and this leads him to have a more redemptive character arc than Jordan. Jordan is actually more like the Michael Brantley character in Boiler. Jordan's ambitions are again grander than Seth's. He wants to be the best and he wants the best stuff, and he'll do anything to get there, disregarding any morals along the way. And he's not just a surrogate for the audience. He serves more as our tour guide that shows everything and how it all works. He's definitely less conscience stricken, 
We don't even get a moment in the movie where him or any of the characters stop and ponder about whether any of this is right. In fact, they're more taking pleasure in all the naughty things they're doing and essentially bragging about it to the audience. Which brings up another important distinction. In Wolf, they straight up tell you what kind of scheme Jordan is going to run and how he goes about doing it. They have no reason to hide it. In fact, they want to show it right to your face. In Boiler, we only figure it out as Seth figures it out. Michael Brantley is the one doing all the things Jordan is doing, but we as the audience don't actually see him partake in any of the naughty activities. We only see glances of him being sneaky from Seth's perspective. And there's also the difference in themes. The Wolf of Wall Street is all about showing the excess of this stockbroker life. It wants to show the money, the drugs, and the sex. It's unapologetic and it really should be viewed more as a dark comedy with how over the top they play it. And that's the point of the movie. It begs the question of whether Martin Scorsese is showing all of it this way as a celebration of their lifestyles. And also specifically, the ending scenes that focus on Agent Denim and then on Jordan talking to a large audience. It begs the provocative question of whether we as the audience like it and that we're in fact more drawn in by this wild behavior than by the straight-laced ways of Agent Denim. On the other hand, Boiler Room is more of the traditional drama. It does show the absurd lifestyle of stockbrokers like Wolf, but in a much more tempered way. Rather here, the point of the movie is more about the consequences that are paid from living this absurd lifestyle. Specific scenes that point to this and that hit hard are the scenes with Seth and Harry Renard. We get to see how damaging just one of these cases can be. Harry Renard, who is just a normal working class man, loses all of his saved money and as a result his family because he listened to Seth's convincing sales pitch about a worthless company. As said, this is partly a reason why Seth has a more redemptive arc than Jordan. Because he realizes the wrong done in this situation and in the firm in general. Ultimately, it leads him to correcting it and taking a deal with the FBI to help bring down the chop stock brokerage that JT Marlin is. Which provides a more, I guess you would say, happier ending than in Wolf. With Wolf, even when the characters in the end face consequences for their actions, they are still unfazed by it and it's painted more like they're getting away with it all anyways. In terms of packaging, again, grander, grander, grander. The Wolf of Wall Street brings a grander production to the project. With a $100 million budget to work with, the film is much more ambitious and brings the A-listers of the time to make it happen. I mean, it's hard to argue against having Martin Scorsese as your director and having stars like Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, Matthew McConaughey, and hot newcomer at the time, Margot Robbie, and not to mention the other highly qualified supporting actors. And they use all the tools at their disposal. Everything in Wolf is amped up 110%. The color palette is more colorful, the music is louder, and the performances are exceptionally more over the top which in my opinion leads it to having more iconic scenes and more quotable lines than Boiler. This is not to say that Boiler doesn't pack a punch either. With less money to work with, they still were able to fill out the cast with a bunch of known actors who were just young at the time. 
with the likes of Giovanni Ribisi, Vin Diesel, Ben Affleck, Scott Kahn, and Mia Long starring, and not to mention several other familiar faces, Boiler still had the talent to tell the story well. One big difference is that they got a first-time writer and director, in Ben Younger, to lead it. This to me though is not a knock on the movie. While of course Younger has nothing on Scorsese's career, I like the direction he takes in this movie. He paces it nicely, the plot is easy to follow without making the audience feel dumb, and stylistically it's its own movie. Sure, he pays nice homages to Wall Street and Glengarry Glen Ross, but he makes it unique in its own way with his cool coloring palette and his use of hip-hop tracks as the background music. As the movie was marketed, Boiler Room really was a Wall Street for the new millennium. Which brings up another thing about the packaging, that being just the time in which both were released. Boiler Room was released in early 2000, before the Great Recession, before all the different financial issues in the 2000 with Madoff, Enron, the dot-com bubble, etc., and hell, even before 9-11. While The Wolf of Wall Street was released after the fact of these events on Christmas Day 2013. So viewer sentiment when both of these came out made for different viewing experiences. Boiler certainly now has a cult following, and when it was released was well liked and got nice praise, but it doesn't compare to the reaction Wolf got when it was released. I guess you would say the appetite for an outlandish Wall Street movie was higher then. This demand is also proven with movies like The Big Short, which too did well just a couple years after Wolf. With that, it gives The Wolf of Wall Street the edge as far as having a stronger cultural impact than Boiler Room, and it shows in the higher rating as well as the award nominations that Wolf got that Boiler didn't. In terms of movie preference, I would say it leans more towards Wolf for most, but there is definitely a decent split that prefer Boiler. And you know what? I'm one of them. Now don't get me wrong, Wolf has its moments and like I mentioned earlier, it probably has the more memorable scenes and quotable lines, but the more grounded way the story is told in Boiler makes me like Boiler Room more. To me, there's just a lot more interesting things they do with their characters and the world they inhabit. It takes its time to explain the plot and give each character depth, even if it's just with little scenes. First, I have to mention the illegal casino Seth was running in his apartment in the beginning. That place just looks like a cool place to hang and honestly feels like a place that actually exists. But even with those scenes, it establishes the kind of world we'll be viewing and it shows the length Seth is willing to hustle to make a living. You also have the relationships with his father, the guys, and with Abby. And with all that, you get a nicely layered dynamic story with characters that feel lived in. With his father, while he's in the right to call out Seth for doing wrong, he's been so domineering to Seth his whole life that it affects the way Seth makes decisions because it's more about his father's approval than what he truly wants in life. With the guys, Seth clearly likes fitting in with them, but it's also clear that he's brighter and more conscience-stricken than any of them, which ultimately comes to a head when the FBI sees that too and chooses him to take the firm down. And with Abby, they share a strong connection built on trust 
that they can share anything with each other, but it eventually breaks up because the FBI came after her behind Seth's back. I'd also like to point out here that I enjoy that they even give her character some depth. She's only in a few scenes, but you get a good understanding of what she's all about and why she's working at a place like JT Marlin. To me, it's all very relatable. And Ben Younger did a great job in his first outing as a director and writer, and the actors do a great job bringing the story to life. It was interesting to see all these familiar faces when they were earlier in their career. And even more interesting to me is that they could have had a Leo or Matt Damon or an Edward Norton as Seth Davis. Not that Giovanni Ribisi did a bad job. I actually think he knocked it out of the park. But to think if you had one of those guys at that point in their careers attached to Boiler, it could have elevated the movie even more. Ultimately, with Boiler Room, while some say it's formulaic, I like the story, the redemptive arc, and the clean, sort of happy ending that it provides. As for Wolf, I understand the point of the movie and the commentary it's making on the character's debauchery, but man, it just gets tiring to watch their wild behavior over and over again, and I just felt it could have been more than that. Look, I enjoy Martin Scorsese's work. Like many, Goodfellas is my favorite of his, and it's one of the top movies ever made. But hot take here, to me, The Wolf of Wall Street, entertaining as it is, tries too much to be like Goodfellas on Wall Street. I thought the actors performed well. Matthew McConaughey especially steals every scene he's in, even though he's only in it for a short time. The story itself is also very interesting. So those two things I really don't have a problem with. To me, it's more Scorsese's direction he takes with the way he tells the story. Like a lot of his movies, it drags on for 30 more minutes than it needed to. And it's because of choices here like driving home the debauchery with like a dozen different sex and drug scenes. I like nudity like the next guy, but do we really need that many scenes to get the point? You could easily cut half of those out and we would still get it. He also does this a lot with argument scenes and violent scenes, and it's not just in Wolf, it's even in his masterpiece like Goodfellas. Like I get it's his style, he wants to show the rawness of it all and drive home how far the lead's life has fallen, but again, do we really need to have multiple long scenes of this type to drive home the point? The answer is no. To me, if you're going to have such a long runtime, why not continue to build character depth or drive home other plot points. Otherwise, just wrap it up and be more efficient with your storytelling. But anyways, what do I know? Let's just end the rant there. There's still no question that The Wolf of Wall Street has had a more cultural impact than Boiler Room. There's no question that it's got the grander vision and more iconic scenes. But there's also no question in my mind that I'm in the minority here and would still prefer to watch Boiler Room over The Wolf of Wall Street. If you made it this far, appreciate you for watching and hope you enjoyed the video. This is just one man's opinion and I'd like to hear your thoughts. Do you agree with anything I said? Do you think I'm completely off base here? And which movie do you prefer? The Wolf of Wall Street or Boiler Room?